My first impression of South America back in 1934 wasn't a whole lot different from my strongest memories of North America, Africa, Asia, and Europe. A six-by-eight-foot room, a canvas caught along one wall, steel bars on the windows, and lousy grub. There are some things that are the same the world over. Most people are friendly and trusting folks. They're approachable even when you don't speak the lingo, and they all love an honest game of chance. They also tend to get ornery as all get out when you trifle with the laws of statistical probability by gently inserting an extra couple of aces into the game, which I did about ten minutes after stepping off the boat from Spain, and they tend to have the same disheartening way of demonstrating their displeasure. Which is how I wound up in the Calaboose in Ferdinand, the capital city of San Palmero. Over the years I had become quite a connoisseur of jails. This one didn't have the quality of cuisine I found in the jails of Europe, but on the other hand, it wasn't anywhere near as crowded as the jails in China or as run down and badly in need of repair as the jails of Mozambique and South Africa. The guards weren't bad sorts, and as they happily confided, they belonged to the one sector of a sluggish economy that had always boasted full employment during the reigns of the last few rulers. It was on my third morning there, while I was still awaiting a hearing before the local magistrate, which the guards assured me might well take place in something less than five years, especially, and here they kind of reached into their pockets and jingled their coins, if I could find some way to encourage them to bring my situation to his attention, when I suddenly got a roommate. He was tall and leaned and kind of swarthy, with a bushy black mustache, and he looked like he'd been roughly handed along the way. "'Good morning, senor,' he said as the door was locked behind him. I am sorry to intrude upon your privacy. Truth to tell, I could use a bit of company, I replied. It gets a little lonely in here from time to time with nothing to comfort me except my copy of the good book. What's your name, friend? José Juan Domingo García de Álvarez, he said. That's quite a mouthful, I said. You got any problem if I just call you Joe? No, he said. But why not José? Because so far, counting poker players and constables and prison guards, I've met thirteen citizens of your fair country, and eleven of them have been named José. It is a popular name, he agreed. Not as popular as Maria, but still. You got a lot of guys called Maria, do you? I asked. Women, senor. Hardly any men are called Maria. Good, I said. I got enough problems as it is. And what is your own name? I'm the right Reverend Honorable Dr. Lucifer Jones, I told him, formerly of Moline, Illinois, and currently a citizen of the world, which was officially true, and certainly sounded better than saying that I had been banished from thirty-three separate countries due to our different interpretations of the finer points of the law, and had been forcibly requested to leave the last four continents I'd visited. Truth to tell, I was fast running out of major land masses that would tolerate my presence, which is why I wasn't in no hurry to walk into the local magistrate's courtroom. "'Of what church are you a minister?' asked Joe. "'The Tabernacle of St. Luke,' I said. "'Donations gladly accepted. "'I have never heard of it.' "'Well, it ain't quite got itself built yet,' I admitted. "'I'm still scouting out locations.' "'How long have you been looking?' he asked. "'Oh, maybe ten or twelve years,' I said. You can't just rush into these things. I don't believe I've ever heard of St. Luke, he said. You're talking to him, I said. 
You'd be surprised how calling it the tabernacle of St. Lucifer puts contributors off their feed. Forgive an impertinence, said Joe, but just what religion is that you practice? A little something me and the Lord worked out betwixt ourselves of a Sunday afternoon back in Moline, I said. It ain't got no name yet, though I've been toying with calling it Lucism after myself since I'm the guy who thunk it up. So God really had nothing to do with it? he said with a smile. Of course he did, I shot back, but he's got a ton of religions named after him already. And when all is said and done, he's a pretty modest critter. I understand completely, Dr. Jones, he said. How did a man of the cloth come to be put in jail? A simple misunderstanding, nothing more, I said. You don't seem too distressed about it.